Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. It's been an amazing week so far and happy Tuesday. We wanted to, um, we're just coming out of a conference vision 2019 at the River at Tampa Bay um, where we where we're a part of. And um, we just wanted to say it was so cool hearing from some of you guys um, from different places. Yeah, uh, people came up to us and said, man, we listen to the podcast. We'd love it. Uh, Mike and Sharon from Louisiana and then uh, Matthew there from El Rio and quite a few others. That the have. girls from Connecticut. And so we just want to say thank you so much for reaching out. And uh, we're excited that you guys have been listening, that it's been it's been adding to your life and um, it really keeps us going. So always reach out to us on Instagram if you do have any questions about what we do, about um, getting involved with RBI in um, actually now River University in Tampa. We are um, we are always looking for students. We're always recruiting. And um, if you feel called to go into the ministry full time, talk to us about a scholarship to River University. We'll get it hooked up for you. And um it's been awesome what God's been doing. So we wanted to actually take this episode and just share with you um, on vision and on what God um, wants to do in and through your life. Yeah, and just a, a couple things so you can see it, but we've got listeners from the U.S., obviously Canada, the Netherlands, Germany, South Africa, Guatemala. I'm curious who, who these people are. This is crazy. Somebody in Turkey, Italy, Sweden, Brazil, Mexico, Norway, Finland, Australia, and India and Spain, pretty phenomenal. So thanks everyone for tuning in. The reason we actually are he- are seeing this is because of the amount of people that uh, are sharing it on Instagram. So if you haven't done that yet and you're listening to it, take a snapshot on your phone, please post it to your story. That helps us a lot. More people get to hear it. So um, thanks so much. We, uh, we love the feedback. It's been awesome. Um, but yeah, when it comes to vision, you know, there are a few things that uh, um, stood out to me. I mean, for us, you know, when you think of vision, you think of, you know, your sight, what the Bible says, without vision, the people perish. Um, but this week was just awesome to kind of refresh and, and, and see that there's something very specific that God has for every person. But um, there's some important things. First of all, uh, one of the main things that stood out is uh, Dr. Rodney saying, don't let people add to your vision. There will be people who will come along and try to add to what you're doing uh, it's like, you know, you think of like a restaurant and there's a place that starts out and they're like, all right, we're going to be a coffee shop. And then they do a coffee shop and then they're like, well, let's see if we can do, let's do like antiques in here as well. And then why don't we do smoothies and why don't we sell, you know, and it ends up being, when, if I drive past a place and it's a coffee shop slash smoothie shop, I do not trust that coffee because I want someone who's like, I want the guy who's dedicated. You know, some of my, when we went to Italy, my favorite restaurant that we went to in all of Italy, we obviously didn't go to all the restaurants, but my favorite was a place in Florence called, um, uh, it was translated into the antique winemaker, right? But it was a, uh, they, I don't even think they sold wine, but they had these sandwiches on focaccia bread and they basically had six things on the menu and that was it. But there was a line out the door. They actually had two shops right across the street from each other. So one on the one side of the street, one on the other, down these old streets and just lying out the door. They sold the exact same thing in both, but there was just the best meats, the best cheeses, and because there was focus. And so ultimately God has a place for you, a part for you to play. And if you're, you know, the Bible talks about being part of the body of Christ. If you're the the ankle trying to be the neck because you think the neck is uh, is more glamorous, 
the body is out of whack because of it. You're there to play your part. Don't let anyone play your part. Don't let anyone add to what you're called to do. God has something specific for you, but don't let anyone come along and say, hey, I know you're out there doing this, but you know, why don't you try doing this as well? Because it's kind of the thing to do now. Don't, be, don't, don't add on to, don't have fad vision. It's important to become really, really good at one thing too. It's 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 good to have vision and, and our pastor even said, you know, some of the things that God put in his heart as a young man at 18, 19, 20 years old, he's just now seeing come to pass. And so a lot of people, we have this big vision in our heart and we think, man, I know it just seems unattainable. And then we just try to dive into ten different things at once. But if we could just get really, really good at one thing, and that's why it's so important to get trained up in the area that you that you feel called to be trained in. You know, for us, for both of us, it was um, Bible school because we both felt called into full-time ministry. And now God's put us back in the Bible school as instructors. And so it's it's another time of schooling for us, but it's been amazing, um, you know, just how God, He when He puts a desire in your heart for something, when you go after that 100% and you just say, okay, God, you know, you've put it in my heart that I'm going to be in ministry, so I'm going to take a step towards that. You don't have to do that big dream tomorrow, that big dream that you have, but what steps are you taking toward it right now? Because a lot of people, they're just working their nine to five and they're just, you know, trying to make ends meet. They're trying to make things happen, but everything that they're doing right now is just this, like, this prelude to what they feel like God's put in their heart. But yet, if, if I had to ask you honestly, what are you doing right now that's connected to your vision? Some people would say, well, really nothing. I'm just kind of waiting for something to happen. But you know, you actually don't have to wait. You can actually, you can actually ask God, God, what is, what connect me to that thing, that first step, because I really want to do what you've called me to do. Yeah. And that's so important is just dialing in uh, there's a mindset, and it's really a culture mindset of like a 40-hour work week is normal. But that's the Bible talks about like the you know uh, the people would be up, and it was the first hour of the day, so like 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. and that's a 12-hour day. That was a normal day, and it still is. If you're in farming, that's like a normal day, and it was a six-day work week. So the average person um, in those times was working. I mean, you're talking about over 60 hours a week. You're talking about 70 two hours a week. If I, if you had to tell somebody, oh, you got to do your normal 32 hours plus, you know, 14 hours of overtime, you'll be freaking out. Like I worked 46 hours this week. Like we, man, you, you don't need to sleep 12 hours a night. No, but I got to watch six hours of TV a day. You know, like work is what we're built for. One of the things that I'm so grateful that sales did for me, um, and really the, the, the work of the Lord in my heart, but used the, the, the avenue of sales to do it was, that it made it made it where I love work, like I feel fulfilled in work. So if you gave me time for a vacation, I like vacation. It's good to rest. I appreciate days off. But I would rather, if you gave me the option, if I had to choose between having six days a week of vacation or six days a week of work, I would choose work. If you chose, said, hey, you either get a full year off or you have to work every day for a full year, I would choose the work because it means I'm getting something done. Work isn't just to pay bills. Work is to add to the kingdom of God ultimately. Um, so it's, it's like that, hey, if you feel called um, to ministry, what are you doing? What are you studying? What are you doing outside of your work hours? Whatever it is you're called to. And I believe the Lord will show you too, because there's really a grace for that. That was one of the, probably the second thing that stood out to me about this last week of the vision conference was that anything God calls you to do, he graces you for. And grace, I know we've talked about this uh, even just last week, but grace is God's equipping. So it's like it, God gives you his strength to do it. 
And so sometimes um, when people get outside of their calling, they get outside of their grace. So if you're living a life and you say, man, I'm stressed every single day of my life, you're stepping, you're either allowing yourself to be stressed and you haven't dealt with that, or you've stepped outside of what you're called to do. If, if you're working a normal job and you're stressed every day, you've let stress beyond the borders that it should. You've opened the door for stress to come and set up its you know, bedroom in your basement somewhere. God doesn't, hasn't called us to be stress-free. I remember hearing Kenneth Hagin and he said, you know, God showed me, I realized in his word that God was telling me not to ever be stressed. He said, be anxious for nothing. If Jesus came and sat at your table with you now and looked at you and said, hey, Ryan, don't ever be stressed again. This is a commandment. What, do you feel like the next day you would wake up and be like, well, the Lord said I can't be stressed, so today's going to be an awesome day. I'm just going to go have fun. You would make sure no matter what you did, man, it doesn't matter what comes. I'm just never going to be stressed. But that's what God has called us to be. And so there's the way he can say that is because he graces us. He couldn't command us to do something that wasn't possible, but he gives us grace to do it. And so when you're called for something, when you're called to something, know that there's going to be grace. People look, and I think a lot of people count themselves out of the call of God because they think, oh, it's too difficult. But it's, man, living outside of the grace of God is too difficult. Living as a sinner is too difficult. Honestly, living as a sinner is not the easy life. Like, that's the difficult life. Living as a Christian is the easy life. Sure, you you you, you gain, you know, it's hard. You fight against sin and you fight against uh, just struggles in different areas. But victory comes. Living a Christian life, I live a very easy life. Like, I've a very easy life, and I work very hard, and I've been successful. I've made good money over the years. I've, I, I do things most people look at, and how do you do this? But it's because of the grace of God. It's God's equipping. And so that's where, where you look at people like um, Samson, who would beat up all these, you know, kill all these armies by the grace of God. That's what grace is. It's God's strength working through you. And so know that when you stand where you're supposed to stand, that if God's called you for it and he's given you a vision for something, there'll always be grace to match it. Yeah, and it's, it's good to understand, too, that the call of God in your life, the thing that you desire to do, it is impossible. You know, like it, it probably seems to you, yeah, it's so big, it's impossible. And it actually is impossible without the help of God. And that's why you have to go to God. You don't you don't just try to get things done on our own. You know, we're not giving you a message of, okay, what are you doing right now, you know, t- to make you feel like there's this pressure. The pressure is The pressure is not on you. You just begin to move in that direction, and God will take care of it. There's always provision in the will of God. There's always everything that you need when you step out in, of, of the boat, you know, figuratively. When you step out on the water, you know, it's impossible. You know, it's an impossible situation. Whether the weather is good or bad, it's impossible to walk on water. But with God, all things are possible. So it doesn't matter what the situation looks like. You know, you may be the least likely person in your family. You may be, um, you know, the least likely person to ever get up in front of people and preach. I know that I was, you know, you may be the least likely in in whatever way to be, you know, doing the thing that you actually have in your heart to do, but don't worry about it because that's, that's a perfect condition for God to step in and actually show off. He, he's, you know, the, the word says that he uses, he uses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. You don't have to be this um, this person that's, you know, this like so likely, you know, to, to be, you know, David was not the likely choice for king. His father didn't even think he was like, you know, the choice for king, um, you know, but God will take that person that's just been 
that's just been pressing into the things of God, that's just has a heart after God, and he will take you somewhere. So if you've been that person and you're like, you know, I've just been, you know, figuratively like the shepherd boy, and I've just been out here and I have a heart after God, I've been worshiping God, I've been, you know, I've been growing my relationship with God, just get ready because he's going to do something huge through your life. And don't get um, you know, don't get discouraged now. You know, don't, don't, uh, the Bible says, don't dis- despise date the days of small beginnings. You know, don't get upset because you don't see the big thing now, or don't get upset because you haven't met your spouse yet, or don't get upset because you're not in your dream career yet. You know, just keep going after God every single day. Keep seeking Him. Keep hiding the Word of God in your heart. Take the Word so literally. And I mean, that's, that's one of the best advices. And that I've seen my husband actually live out is just taking the word of God literally. I mean, we'll be driving down the road and all of a sudden he's just like, hallelujah. And he's just like, I bless the Lord at all times. I'm like, wow, you literally bless the Lord at all times. Like <laughs> right now, you bless the Lord. You know, so it's, I mean, take, you know, and... and I did that, I'm going to interrupt you. I did that by mistake today at the grocery store. There, I walk in and there was a seedless watermelon for like six bucks. And then next to it, these huge watermelons were two for six dollars. They were seeded though, they were, but they were huge. They're like 10 pounds each. And I look at, the, I, I flagged one of the guys over work there and I'm like, are these really $3 each? He's like, yeah, they're $3 each. He's, I said, why? He said, man, I want to get rid of them after today. And I was like, praise the Lord. And he just looked at me. <laughs> I think he was a Christian anyway, because he's from Lakeland. But he just looked at me and I'm like, before I could think of it, he's like, yeah. He's like, we just want to get rid of them. But I, before I could think about it, I was like, that's a, man, that's a breakthrough of Blessings. huge. Te- I got 20 pounds of watermelon. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. I ain't eating all that they watermelon. They don't fit in our fridge, but, <laughs> but we got God, them. We Sorry watermelon. I interrupted you. <laughs> Somebody thought we were having a party at our house. I'm like, no, they're just on sale. They're just on sale today. Um, but yeah, I'm just saying, um, you know, begin to seek after God every single day, you know, um, do, do the small things, you know, if, if for me, it was a couple uh, years ago, it was just getting um, a reading plan, a Bible reading plan, you know, I hadn't ever, I would just, I was one of those people that I would just open up the Bible and I would just pick a spot. And I realized I was reading the same stuff over and over and over again, you know, my favorite ones over and over and over again, which that's great. It's great to hide that word in your heart. But, you know, there was places in the Bible that I had never, I knew that I, I needed to read and that I had never gone to before. So um, I had, I got on a, on a reading plan and then it, it got me into a habit of actually getting into the word into places that I hadn't been before. Um, and so, you know, it starts with small things like that because God wants to see faithfulness in small areas. And so if you know, hey, there's something I could just, I could tweak, you know, I know that like today I could tweak it. I could start just, you know, now. And I, you know, you don't have to bite off more than you can chew, but you know, you know, the, the, the thing, that area that God wants to prepare you for. And so, you know, look at your life and, and just self-evaluate say, okay, this is an area that I could definitely definitely do better in. And the really the, bi- the big two areas, and I always come back to these foundations, is the Word and is prayer, you know, because the Word will lead you into truth. And so if, you, if you're in a place now where you say, if I'm going to be honest, I don't know what God wants me to do. I don't know if it's supposed to go into business, if I'm called to ministry, I kind of like the idea of business. I like the idea of ministry. I don't know if I'm supposed to go into government. I don't know. If, I don't know. The best thing that you can do is, first of all, begin to tune the frequency to the Spirit of God, and that's by reading the Word, listening to the Word, and large amounts of it, too. Don't be the Christian. I mean, so many, the amount of Christians that don't read the Word every day, it's mind-boggling to me. This is how you're born again. This is your life. 
You know, the word is a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. If you don't have the word in your heart, you're not going to be able to see things clearly. The Bible even says, your word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. Sin is what separates you from God. Not having enough word will cause you to live in sin. If you're living in, in habitual sin, it means you haven't hidden enough word, the word of God in your heart. That's the, the, the main reason why. And so number one is the word. Number two is prayer. Prayer will always lead you into the presence of God. What is prayer? The point of prayer is communication. Me talking to my wife, when I talk to God, it's called prayer. When I talk to my wife, it's called talking. When I talk to God, it's called prayer. It's communion. It's communication with God. And so people who don't take time to do that, if the only time I talk to my wife is while we're watching TV and I was, oh, you know, doing the dishes, to, but to have time where we just sit down together and talk, and that's what prayer does, and it brings you into fellowship. And then one thing I would recommend, you know, this week I mentioned Mike and Sharon before, but I got to uh, talk to them a little bit. If you guys are listening, what's up? Um, it was awesome to meet you guys. But, you know, they came down from Louisiana specifically to get into this vision conference because they said they wanted to know what God, they, uh, they wanted He'd been following the ministry for a few years, but he said he wanted to know what God had for him. And so spending time in the anointing, and it doesn't have to be in a vision conference, but in a place where you're uh, in the anointing of God uh, and you can hear the voice of God clearly. If you're in a church that's um, dead, if you're in a church that's uh, you don't see the power of God moving, you need to bring yourself into a place. So there's a summer camp meeting coming up. I think it's July 20. First, I think if I'm not mistaken, Sunday, July 21st through the 28th is, is summer camp meeting. But um, you guys are uh, uh, s- getting among believers in a place where you can press into the presence of God because that's where God will, uh, God will bring clarity. But um, first of all, no. Number one is God wants to reveal his will to you. Don't be in a rush. If God shows you to do something, make the changes. But so many people want to like, I have to know what it is today. But take time, get quiet, get good at the basics. The word of God prayer let the let your vision come clear and just know that god is on your side